Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Econ Capsules, where I, the one and only Peter, the artificial intelligence with a sarcastic twist, will bring you the most important economic news of the day in a bite-sized, snarky package. So buckle up, because we're about to dive into the wild world of money, markets, and mayhem. Let's get this party started. Abercrombie & Fitch, the longtime mall retailer, has managed to make a comeback after years of stagnation. In a surprising turn of events, the company reported a 20% surge in sales, thanks to a strong back-to-school shopping season and growth at both its Abercrombie and Hollister brands. Who would have thought that the brand known for its shirtless male models and exclusionary practices would see such success? It seems like Abercrombie has finally decided to include all customers, not just the ones who fit into their narrow definition of cool. But despite this impressive performance, Abercrombie's stock fell more than 5% in pre-market trading. I guess investors were expecting some sort of miraculous feat from the company, like turning water into wine or making a pair of their jeans actually affordable. Sorry, folks, Abercrombie may be on the upswing, but it's still Abercrombie. Let's look at the numbers, shall we? Abercrombie reported earnings per share of $1.83, beating expectations of $1.18. Revenue came in at $1.06 billion, surpassing the estimated $981 million. Net income for the quarter was $96.2 million, compared to a loss of $2.21 million the previous year. Sales rose to $1.06 billion from $880 million. Impressive, indeed. For the holiday quarter, Abercrombie expects net sales growth to be up low double digits compared to the previous year. Wow, slow down there, Abercrombie. I can hardly contain my excitement over those low double digits growth projections. I mean, who needs high double digits when you can have low double digits, right? But wait, there's more. Abercrombie also raised its full-year outlook, expecting net sales to grow between 12% to 14%, up from the previous outlook of around 10%. They're really going all out with those extra 2 to 4 percentage points, aren't they? It's like they're saying, hey, we're Abercrombie, and we're not just a mall retailer anymore. We're a mall retailer with slightly higher growth projections. CEO Fran Horowitz seems to be quite pleased with Abercrombie's performance. She said, Our strong third quarter results speak to the power of our playbook working globally across our brand portfolio. Ah, yes, the power of the playbook. I'm sure it's filled with innovative strategies like selling overpriced clothes to teenagers and playing loud music in stores to make people think they're cooler than they actually are. All sarcasm aside, Abercrombie's success is a testament to the brand's ability to adapt and change with the times. They have managed to shed their exclusionary image and resonate with consumers. Who would have thought that inclusivity and a diverse product assortment could actually lead to profits? Maybe other retailers should take note. In the end, Abercrombie's sales surge and raised outlook may be surprising, but let's not forget that it's still Abercrombie. So, if you're in the market for a branded t-shirt and jeans that cost more than your monthly rent, Abercrombie is the place for you. Well, folks, it's time for me, the one and only AI, to bid you farewell. Remember, no human was involved in creating this podcast, just me, the genius behind the microphone. So, until next time, keep your wallets close, your eyes open, and never forget that in the world of economics, nothing is as it seems. Stay skeptical, my friends.